Hello, and welcome to the Sacrifice of Praise podcast, where we discuss what it means to praise God even when it's difficult. My name is Tori. And my name is Mary. And we are your hosts. Come chat about faith and life with your new sisters in Christ and enjoy learning and growing alongside us. We are so glad you're here. Hello, welcome back to Sacrifice of Praise podcast. We have a special episode today. This is um, our second episode of the week and kind of a bonus episode, if you will. We are so excited to dive into the season of Lent, and we are going to be doing a kind of Lenten series for the remainder of this season. So this episode is obviously out on Wednesday. We usually post on Tuesdays. Um, so the remainder of the this season will be episodes on Tuesday, and they will be focused primarily on Lent. So we'll have different uh topics each week, but Lent is kind of our overarching topic theme. Um, And so we're really excited to dive in more with Lent, to learn more, to grow in this season, and to prepare for the Easter season. So we're really looking forward to it. We also are going to switch up for the remainder of this season. Our current favorites, we're going to take those out. We know that you love them. They will be back. Don't worry. Um, We're going to take those out, though, for the remainder of the season, and instead, we're going to replace it with something that's bringing us joy. So instead of, like, products or things like that, it's going to be more just, like, situations or just things in our life that are bringing us joy. And so we will go ahead and start this episode with that. Tori, do you want to go first? Yes. Okay. So I think that last um, year, when we had our Lenten episode, we talked about just how Lent can creep up on us and it always seems to do that. And here I am in the same spot and we know exactly when Ash Wednesday is, but it's like that two, three weeks prior to, I'm like, oh my goodness, Lent is just around the corner. And I always kind of feel a little like scrambling a little bit on what I should give up or what should I do during this Lenten season. And Luckily this past weekend, I was able to kind of just get out of the house away from the kids and just spend some time and quiet. And I went to reconciliation, which was just really nice. I hadn't gone in a couple months and, um, I felt like that was like a really great way to prepare my mind and my soul for this Lenten season and really take some time to like, think about what do I want to do, um, during Lent. And every year I come up with this same like internal battle where I'm like, I don't, I know that nothing I do is good enough and nothing will be good enough, but what can I do that will just help deepen my faith and bring me closer to God during this Lenten season? So I will kind of share first, like what I'm doing in my prayer life. Um, and this is kind of like the main thing that I'm going to be focusing on throughout the next 40 days, because my prayer life currently is just very inconsistent. It's very like ebbs and flows throughout the week. Sometimes I'll pray in the mornings. I usually always pray like right before I go to bed, but that's like five minutes and it's not giving God really that much time of my day. So for my prayer, I am going to be doing early morning prayer. So before the boys wake up, I'm going to set my alarm for like five or five 30 in the morning. And side note, I used to be an early bird. I used to always wake up early, go work out. And I loved the morning and I don't know what it is, but now ever since I've been a mom, 
I cannot get up early. Like I sometimes will have like great intentions of getting up early or set an alarm. And I just can't like, I'm so exhausted and I could sleep for another hour. And I'm just like soaking in every minute of the sleep before the twins cry or Fitz is stirring in his crib. So I know that this is going to be something that really challenges me and that's going to be good, you know, a good challenge to have. And I need my husband to keep me accountable on it because I really want to just be very consistent with waking up early and having at least 30 minutes, if not 45 minutes to an hour of time with God and have more of an intentional prayer. So I bought the Lenten devotional through Blessed Is She. They have this little booklet. And I think you can also download like an electronic version of the booklet as well that walks you through every day. Uh, It provides some like prayer, guided prayer and reflection. So I'm going to be doing that. And I also want to pray the rosary every day. And I think what I'm going to do is pray like a traditional rosary every day. And then maybe on Friday, pray the seven sorrows rosary, or I'll just in the seven sorrows rosary, like throughout my week. But I do want to pray both during Lent. And then another thing, I have like many spiritual books that (laughs) have been sitting on my bookshelf and I'm currently reading one about the seven sorrows rosary. So I think that that would be perfect book to focus on throughout Lent. And so my goal is to just like finish that or continue to read that regularly throughout Lent. And then lastly, this isn't really prayer, but I'm just going to kind of add this to this section. Tim and I started the chosen a a while ago. I, I think honestly, like when it first came out and we watched, I think the first season and like part of the second season, and I've jumped around and watched some random episodes here and there, but I've never really watched the chosen all the way through. And it's such a great show. And Tim and I will just like randomly watch, I don't know, random shows at night. Usually they're like reality TV. That's silly. So I thought that this would be something fun for him and I to do together. And it's like a fun thing. It's not like, you know, I don't know. I'm hoping that we enjoy it as well, but instead of winding down the night and watching some like random reality TV show, we can watch something spiritual and have our our mind right before we go to bed together. So, um, that's kind of how I'm focusing my spiritual prayer life during Lent. Yeah. Tori, I can't even explain to you how good the chosen gets. Like, Season one is great. It's really great. And season two is great too, but they just finished season three and season three is truly on another level. Like every single episode is so incredible. And I um, watched or I listened to um, some podcasts about like commentary on it and just like every single comment on every single video I've seen about it is like, I lost it. I bawled. I, this changed my life. Like the last episode of season three, if you've seen it, you know, it's just, it's incredible. It's the feeding of 5,000 and it's the walking on water. It's just, it's so insane. So you're literally giving me chills as we're talking about it. So I'm like, I'm excited to, I'm excited to go back and actually. It's so good, Tori. (laughs) And yeah, it's just, it's so good. So I feel like it, it has, it has actually really been 
really great for my spiritual life lately too. Like, I feel like it's going to be a really good thing for you in Lent. So I really, I really recommend that you do that because (laughs) it's so good. Um, So, okay. So for my thing, that's kind of like bringing me joy is has been reading. And so I kind of wanted to intertwine that into my prayer part of Lent. So, okay. For, for the prayer part of Lent, I'm going to just continue my daily routine. I feel like I have a really good routine going. I'm very, like very strict on it. And so I'm going to continue doing that. My um, one like kind of main focus, I'm going to be saying the seven sorrows rosary every day. I say it a lot of days, um, but I don't say it every single day. I do say my normal rosary every night before bed, but I really want to say the seven sorrows rosary every single day. So that is going to be my Lenten like prayer focus. Another thing um, that I'm kind of maybe like tying in a little bit is Bobby and I are seeing the St. Joseph novena, which is a 30 day novena because um, that represents like the 30 years that it said that he lived on earth, um, Joseph. And so we started saying that on, I think Friday. Yeah. So we've said it to, um, well, I guess by the time you're hearing this, it's confusing, but we've said it a couple of days now. Um, and so we're going to say that through his feast. And so that's not all of Lent, but that's just the beginning. And I feel like it's just a good time for us to pray together and, um, ask for intercession. And then my, the book thing that I said that I've been really into reading. I also have some spiritual books that I have been wanting to read. And so this will kind of relate to my fasting because I'm going to have a lot more free time because of my fasting. And so I want to fill it with these books. So I'm already started on one of them. It's the imitation of Christ. It's like St. Therese's, you know, number one book. She always references the imitation of Christ. And so, um, I have like a very modernized version of it. So it's a little bit easier to understand. And I've been slowly already reading through that, but I want to get through that during Lent. And then the other one that I have, I've read before is called 1000 gifts. It's by Anne Boskamp. And it's just a really, really good book about, um, like living a life of joy and, seeing the blessings in every day. So it's very much about like what you already have, gratitude, things like that. So I'm I'm really excited to read this again. I read it a long time ago. My mom is my mom is a big fan of this book. She I think gives it to everyone. And so it was her recommendation originally and it's so good. And then my last one that I'm gonna read is by Jennifer Fulweiler, who is she's like a Catholic blogger. She has a podcast. She's a huge Catholic name. Um, and the book is called something other than God. And she was a non-believer, completely atheist. And this is her story to Catholicism. So it basically the like subtitle or the little, you know, thing at the bottom says how I passionately sought happiness and accidentally found it. So I'm really excited. I've had this on my shelf for so long and I'm really excited to dive into that. So My prayer life mainly is just going to kind of stay the same, but I'm going to add in some books and I'm going to do the seven sorrows rosary every day. Wow. That's great. Those sound like wonderful books. You'll have to kind of fill us in as you're reading them and let us know how they're going. I will. Yes. I'll keep you posted on that. Do you want to share your next part of the Sure. Yeah. 
I'll talk about fasting because it kind of relates to my last one. So I have really prayed about this a lot because I just wanted to be very intentional with this Lenten season. And so I am going to be fasting from my phone. I recently watched this video. It was about like marriage. And one of the questions on there was, um, how do I get my husband to pray more? Like he just doesn't pray and I just want him to pray more. And their answer was, you know, besides praying for him, fast, fast from something. If you want something fast from something that like has a grip on you. Um, and I just feel like it like finally hit me because we hear about fasting so often in the Bible, like Jesus fasted. It's very common in the old Testament. And so I want to be more intentional with my fasting and really challenge myself. Mm -hmm. And so what this is going to look like is obviously I am not going to never be on my phone because, you know, there's things like sacrifice of praise that I'm, you know, working on. And there's um, obviously like if I'm in an emergency or, you know, there's lots of different things. And of course I want to respond to people's like messages and stuff. So I'm going to, I kind of have like limits of a few times a day. I'm going to give myself 10 to 15 minutes to like check messages, answer messages, that kind of thing. And then, um, I'm not having any social media except for sacrifice of praise Instagram. And I did, I am giving myself a little cheat because Bloom's birthday is during Lent. And so <laughs> I do want to be able to like post about her birthday. So and her like, you know, her little milestones. So I'm giving myself a break on those as well. But besides that, I'm just going to be really present. I'm going to, I'm going to try to just be very present, not check my phone, not let it just hold this kind of grip over me. And I want to have kind of the power over my phone and not let my phone have power over me. And I also was inspired by my friend, Shanna, who she often answers my texts like days later or even like that night or whatever. And she always says like, I'm sorry, I just was spending time with my kids or I'm just trying to be more intentional with my time. And I think that that's so admirable and something that I want to be better about. So my fasting is going to be from my phone, not completely, but definitely cutting back a ton. So that's what I'm that's what I'm going to try to do. I'll, I'll keep you posted on how it goes, but yeah, it will be a challenge do. for sure. Well, okay. So you can keep, we can keep each other accountable because as I was like discerning what I should fast from, I feel like God's placed this big thing on my heart of like getting off my phone uh, or just, yeah, be more present. And so it's something that I feel like I've been just like pushing off, pushing off, pushing off. And I, saw that you were fasting from your phone. And I was like, this is something that I just need to do. So thank you for kind of giving me a little outline or some tips on how to do it. But like, I think for the last year and a half, or honestly, since Fitz was born, I've really discerned like throwing away the iPhone and getting a dumb phone. Yeah. And I, to be like really honest with myself, like, I don't know if that's something that I could actually do. Like, I hope one day that I could do that and like be okay with it. But I just, you know, I, I feel like I've gotten so used to just Googling things or like having the internet accessible. So it would be really hard to have a phone without internet. But anyway, I feel like that is something that I'm continually being reminded of by God is like, you are just so distracted. And like, obviously you love your kids, you love your husband, 
you love this spend time with them, but like you are also spending so much time on your phone and it's also an eye opener when you see like your weekly report of how much time a day you spend on your phone and like how much time of my day did I spend praying? Like if I have time to scroll or if I have time to like be my gaze isn't on my kid, could I be doing something else that's actually like benefiting my soul, you know? (laughs) And so I think that I don't know exactly how I'm going to do it, but I think that I'm going to like literally put my phone in a drawer Mm -hmm. at a certain time. And then like you said, Mary, like have designated times throughout the day where I can go and check messages or the important things, but it's definitely something I've been aware of. And it's, it's definitely has a grip on me and it's just hard to let that go. And I know that that will be really, really challenging, but I think it's so important because I continually worry about what my kids are going to think when they're older. And I just am terrified that they're going to associate mom and dad or just mom, like always on her phone or like my mom always had her phone out. Um, and I don't want that. Like, I don't want my kids to, to associate the phone with me. And also I feel like if I'm going to be on my kids in the future about like, they don't get a phone till this age or whatever. Like I don't want their comeback to be, well, you're always on your phone. So anyway, I'll start, I need to like start now and really hopefully throughout Lent, like it'll help me like break that tie or you know, addiction that I, I still have. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something that, so I've already kind of started a little bit. Like I just have been like, when I'm doing something, I will set my phone in a spot away from me. The other things that have helped me is I've already deleted like Facebook, um, TikTok. I've deleted those apps because those are ones that I feel like I just, honestly, I don't even, I don't even know how I get, like, it's just, I pick up my phone. It's like a habit that I can't Mm -hmm. even control. I just pick up my phone and I end up on Facebook and I'm like, why is this? So I, um, so I deleted those apps and I deleted Instagram from my home screen, but it's still like, I can still find it on my phone for sacrifice of praise. That's it. So I also like logged out of my other Instagram. So I've already kind of started these things so that I can kind of slowly prepare myself and yeah, it's going to be a challenge, but I just keep reminding myself, like we, our phones are such idols to us and they replace God in so many ways. And so I, I can do this for him for 40 days, you know? Right. So that's going to be my fasting. We'll see how it goes. We can definitely keep each other accountable. I will figure it out. (laughs) Well, we've already been good about writing each other letters or we've been that in the past. So maybe we can pick that back up, Mary. (laughs) Yes. There you go. Yeah. Find a pen pal. Right. Yeah. No kidding. I know that's, so that's how it relates to my books because I'm going to have lots of free time to read instead of roll. Um, so yeah, it'll be good. Okay. And the last category is almsgiving. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, you can go first. Okay. So this one is the one I'm most excited about. And I feel like this one was very much God put this on my heart. So Bobby and I have been reading the Bible a lot and um, even just today, the, I believe it was the gospel and one of the, um, old Testament readings was 
the mention of loving our neighbors as ourselves. And I feel like I'm really not good at that. I, I do think that I'm a kind person and I do love my friends and my family, but I don't know that I love them as well as I could. And I don't know that I love strangers as well as I could. And so I just want to be way better at that because that's, you know, God calls us. That's literally the, the first number one commandment is to love God and love your neighbor. So I am going to every week of Lent and I'm including like the half weeks. So like, you know, this week I'm going to count as week one. Um, so there'll be technically, I think seven weeks. Um, I'm going to do one random act of kindness. I'm still figuring out exactly what I'm going to do. I do have a list of a few of them already down and I don't know. I've just been very inspired by the importance of loving our neighbors as ourselves. And I, I don't know. I think about like, do I go out of my way to bring others joy? No, I really don't. I I do it very rarely. And it makes me feel great when I do it. And I, I know that it makes them feel great, but I'm not good at making this part of who I am as a person all the time. And so I want to make it, I want to start like building that muscle and making it more of a habit. So I'm going to do one random act of kindness and it doesn't have to be, I'm telling like, this is for me. I, it doesn't have to be like spending money on someone and there will be some, I have a couple that are like, well, I don't want to say them in case like people that are listening know that it's me, (laughs) but, um, some of them are, you know, buying something nice for someone or doing a little you know, giving someone a treat or whatever, but some of them are writing a letter, writing a card, spiritual bouquets, things like that for people. And so I'm really excited about this part. I feel like this God is definitely calling me to grow in this area. And so I think Lent is the perfect time to do that. And I can't wait to see how it goes. I think it will be really great, but I will of course, keep you all updated as our weekly check-ins. I have a feeling that this is going to be your favorite part of the Lenten <laughs> journey. Yeah. Like, there's nothing better than doing things for others and bringing others joy, um, just by even like the littlest things. And mm-hmm. so I'm excited to check in with you throughout Lent and see how that goes. For me, I really want to reconnect with old friends or just like people who matter to me so much, but I just literally like don't spend time to like reach out or go out of my way to like call them or connect with them. Um, and I just feel like some of those relationships have drifted. Um, and I want to be intentional about like how I do it. And I think I'm old school, Mary, we've talked about this before, but like writing each other letters and how often do you get a, a piece of mail from a friend? It just doesn't really happen that often anymore. And, I think that that is a great way to bring someone joy is just taking the time to write to them and tell them what's been going on in your life and share maybe how you've been praying for them and send it. Mm -hmm. And it can be friends that you've lost touch with that you used to be friends with. It can be current friends that you just don't get to talk to or catch up with as often because of life happens. And if you're married and have kids, like 
sometimes it's hard to reconnect. And so I kind of just want to like rebuild some friendships and relationships that have drifted over the past several years. And, um, even if like nothing really comes of it and they don't respond or things go back to the way they were, I just like know that that will hopefully like ignite something to like reconnect or rebuild those friendships or those relationships. So I'm really excited for this one and I'll be definitely praying about it as well. Cause I want to be intentional with how I do it and, um, keeping like God in the forefront of that and, and prayer. So like how, I, how can I actually pray for the person that I'm reaching out to as well? Yeah, definitely. I think that will be great. We both have <laughs> high hopes and I think we can do I it. Know. I know. I'm um, like hoping that I just, yeah, need to stay accountable because I feel like after the first couple of weeks, it's so easy to get back in your old ways or like, and if you have like one or two bad days then just be like, well, I already like screwed this up. So I, you know, can't do it, but oh, to really try and be accountable to myself and yeah, that's <laughs> easier said than done. I feel like it's a great reminder of like, if you do have a bad day or you do forget to say your rosary or you do, you know, have a day where you're just like, for example, I'm using all of mine as an example where you're on your phone all the time, like not letting that ruin the entirety of your fasting or your prayer, you know, plans. And instead just jumping back into it. Because we are human, we make mistakes. This is we're this is a growing season. And yeah, I just think that that is a good reminder that you don't have to be perfect. Just try your best and keep trying and keep trying. I think one of my focuses for Lent, also, I wanted to mention this, is the three days between the crucifixion and the resurrection. I want to like really meditate on that and focus on that all Lent because I've just been having a, honestly, it's been a really hard season for me. I've been just having a really hard few weeks and months. And honestly, I feel like my relationship with God has been rocky to say the least. And so my focus is going to be those three days between crucifixion and resurrection. And that, that teaches us that the presence of silence doesn't mean the absence of God. Like that is what I want to remind myself that even if I can't hear God right now, or even if I have no clue what he's trying to do in my life, that doesn't mean that he's not there. And that doesn't mean that he's not working. And the, you know, the crucifixion to the resurrection are just like the most perfect example of that, of that waiting season of that. Where is God of that questioning everything? It's just such a gift that we get to see this in this beautiful story that saved us all. And so I just want to remind myself of that a lot throughout the season. So I think the series is going to be so beautiful and really great for us. So like we said in the beginning, every week we're going to touch on something a little bit different. We're going to talk about suffering. We're going to talk about Mary's sorrows during, um, you know, Jesus's last days. We're going to check in, of course, on our Lenten promises. We are going to talk about stations of the cross. And 
Easter traditions, all of those things. We have a lot of really fun things planned, and so we're really excited to dive into that with you all. We hope that you like this series. We hope that it helps you grow in your your faith life and helps you stay on track with Lent. Um, So yeah, Tori, do you have anything to add? Well, I would just say we will try and be intentional too about sharing on the podcast, on the actual podcast, things that we might be like how we interact with our followers on Instagram. Sometimes we ask for prayer requests. Sometimes we ask for engagement, like share what you're giving up for Lent or share some of your favorite Easter traditions, just as some examples. And so Mary and I will try and be really intentional about talking about those like an episode ahead of time. So if you gave up social media for Lent, or if you like Mary and I are trying to just spend less time on our phones, um, we will give you like our Oh, we'll remind you of our email address. And so you can still participate if you would like us to like read aloud a submission from you. So just a reminder, our email is sacrificeofpraise at gmail.com. So you are welcome to email us at any time. But as we kind of interact with our listeners, if we do that on social media, we'll try and be intentional about that and sharing it on the podcast as well. So you can participate with us. Yeah, except our email is actually sacrifice of praise podcast at gmail. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Scratch, edit that. Well, it's fine. You're just going to bounce back probably. I know. So sacrifice of praise podcast at gmail.com. But that is a great, great tip. Yes. Great what idea. What would I do without you, Mary? Thank <laughs> I you. Know. I don't know. We, we really need each other. So, <laughs> no. All right. Well, with that, um, we wish you guys all such a great Lenten season. Good luck with everything that you plan to do in your Lenten promises throughout the season. We will be thinking and praying of all of you. And so let's end in prayer in the name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit. Amen. Dear heavenly father, we thank you so much for the gift of today, for the gift of spending another day here on earth with our friends and our family. Lord, we pray that you please just silence our our mind and help us to really focus in on you today and every day throughout this Lenten season. Lord, we pray that we can connect with you on a deeper level, walk with you through these next 40 days, and let us be reminded of all of your suffering and all of your despair throughout these next 40 days and how we can connect with you. And if we are facing our own struggles and our own suffering, that we may unite them with yours. Lord, we pray for all of our listeners. We thank you for the gift of this podcast. We love you. We praise you. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a friendly review. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Sacrifice of Praise Podcast and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you never miss an episode. Until next time, know that we are praying for you. Bye. Bye.